praise the miracle. Once a meek can add up. Okay, I think it works now. You know, the problem is that uh, back in Africa, in Mozambique, most of the time we don't use these uh, technologies. We are used to, uh, to speak to hundreds of people without microphone. But uh, um, I'm happy to take the advantage of, of using this, uh, this moment. Well, thank you so much, um, Pastor Peter. Um, I greet you all in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Good morning. Good morning, folks. Well, it's my privilege and uh, uh, honor to uh, be in this uh, wonderful church uh, coming from Africa and uh, Mozambique. I also bring greetings to, from our um, leaders back in Mozambique, the church in Mozambique, uh, many of them back there, they really know that uh, these three weeks I've been overseas uh, to share uh, the wonderful things that uh, God is doing uh, in, Mo in Mozambique. Thank you so much uh, for allowing us uh, to come this morning, uh, Pastor Peter, in the, your church uh, to be part of this uh, wonderful service, uh, sharing a little bit um, of what God is doing in Mozambique. But uh, let me tell you that uh, the time that we have this morning, surely it's not uh, uh, sufficient to uh, bring and to share everything that the Lord, you know, when the Holy Spirit takes the lead, the um, hundred of wonders uh, that uh, the Lord is doing, and uh, who who has the ability of uh, telling and counting everything that the Holy Spirit is doing? You just see, but you don't have time to share because there are many, 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 many things that uh, 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 the Lord is doing. So uh, the only thing, the only way uh, that uh, you guys have to see and to listen and to feel it, I guess you start to, I mean, to think about it, that uh, you need to come to Mozambique, you need to come to Africa in order for you guys to feel it, in order for you guys to, uh, to see it, to engage in the good things uh, that the Lord uh, is doing in Africa. But... Um, I want to take this advantage, this opportunity to thank you all, you know, uh, the church overseas, uh, the church in America, if, you, if um, you can allow me to say it, have um, been playing uh, a relevant role in the growing, uh, in the development of the church uh, in Africa, especially in Mozambique, if I recall, uh, the church in Mozambique was organized in 1922. There were some people from Mozambique went uh, to work in South Africa in the uh, gold mining companies, and uh, from there they uh, received the gospel and they brought the gospel uh, back home. But uh, uh, there was a missionary back in Africa, he, his name is Mozambique, uh, so he was uh, listening about these uh, stories of uh, these people from Mozambique, the men that they left their homes and went to the gold mine companies 
in Africa, they received the, the gospel and they went back home and started to share. Uh, the global mission, the church in America sent a missionary. The first missionary that uh, went to Mozambique, his name is uh, Charles uh, Jenkins. I don't know if you ever heard uh, about Charles uh, Jenkins. And uh, his wife is Pearl Jenkins. So this couple, they were sent as missionaries in to establish, to organize the church. Isn't that good? Amen. So that is the way the church was organized in Mozambique. But, you know, that time, the Holy Spirit was leading the church. That was the continuation of the Jesus movement through the disciples that uh, they were discipled in South Africa, and then they took the gospel uh, to Mozambique. I like this approach, how the gospel uh, was spread all over Mozambique. This uh, take me back uh, to the ancient time, uh, the time uh, where the Christian church was born back in in Acts, uh, God in Acts 1 uh, verse 8, it says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the utmost part of the earth. I see that these people, after they received the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit uh, led them to go back to Mozambique, to go back to their homes, and uh, be the witness the witness of Jesus. So all the church movement in Mozambique, it is not because of our intelligence, of our knowledge, but it is because the Holy Spirit is leading the church, is guiding the church. The Holy Spirit is, is, is in charge. So whenever the Holy Spirit is in charge, there will be growth. People will be transformed as true witness of the power uh, of Jesus, of the power of God. So these people, they went back home and started to share with their families. And here we are today, uh, I think second or third generation of Nazarene that uh, we were born in Christian homes because of these people that uh, they came with the gospel from South Africa. And then a missionary from overseas came also to help organize the Church of Nazarene in Mozambique. So here we see uh, the last meeting that Jesus had with his disciples. And uh, his disciples, um, um, his disciples, they, they wanted to know much more about this meeting. meeting. They, they thought even that uh, this was a meeting about prophecies. But this was not a meeting that Jesus had with his disciples. This wasn't about the prophets. It wasn't about tomorrow. It was about their lives being witness in Jerusalem being witness in Judea, being witness in Samaria, and all over the world. That was the purpose of the meeting. But the disciples, they want to disturb what Jesus had for them, for them to understand their role as disciples of Jesus. Sometimes we miss the role that God 
wants us to play. That Jesus wants us to play. May the Lord bless us. May the Lord bless this church. May the Lord bless all the disciples around the world. That we will be faithful witness of the word of God. Of the wonderful things that the God is doing through his church, through each one of us. We are to be his witness. Amen. So, I didn't come here to preach. <laughs> um, I came here uh, because my big brother, uh, Dr. David Slamp and Keith, we met them uh, three years ago in Africa as they were volunteers, uh, their missionary volunteers to Africa to help us with uh, discipleship uh, movement, as I can say, discipleship um, uh, strategies. So it's where we met this couple, wonderful couple. I, I call him my, my brother from another mother because, of course, we have one father. <laughs> so... Thank you very much again for having us. This has been a wonderful week um, as we uh, were gathering in the uh, holiness camp, in the, in the campground. Uh, we really had a wonderful time, wonderful moment. You guys, you missed it. So next year, if there will be something that, um, like that, please don't miss it. Make sure that you will be there. Good things take place, took place in, that, uh, in those days. So there is my family, beautiful family. You will not see a beautiful family in the world more than this family. So there is Noel. Um, there is Noel. He's 14 years old. Uh, he is Shirley. And here is Celeste. So I guess that in a few minutes, they will be uh, uh, with us here. We uh, were born in Mozambique, in Maputo, the capital city of uh, Mozambique. And we both serve as missionaries uh, in Mozambique. Uh, I'm, I'm happy, I'm really uh, blessed uh, that I was born in Maputo, in Mozambique. And thus, I, I am the missionary uh, there. Well, it's weird sometimes because uh, we are used uh, that the missionaries, they serve out of their uh, uh, homes, out of their uh, countries. But in this case, well, God called me to serve where I was born. And uh, I'm really uh, pleased to do that. Maybe one day... Uh, God will call me to serve uh, in different area, uh, different continent, uh, different, I mean, overseas. You never know um, uh, what God um, has um, for you until it happens. Um, so, but we, we are so happy. And we want to ask you to pray for us uh, because we have a huge responsibility in Mozambique, uh, to lead uh, the church work, uh, to uh, coordinate all the church work in Mozambique. Yes, uh, this is one of my uh, preferable uh, verses uh, in Jeremy that says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. All of us, we are longing for a future, a good future, great future. Uh, but we need to trust the Lord. We need to uh, take all of our trust and put uh, into the Lord. And the Lord will open the gates, will open the uh, opportunity for our future uh, to be a hopeful future, to be a good future. I believe that, that uh, 
God has something special for each one of us here. Uh, here's the population uh, of Mozambique and um, the map of Mozambique. Uh, thank you so much because uh, when I was coming here, I was given this, uh, uh, this programming with uh, the map of Mozambique so that uh, you uh, have an idea. In Mozambique, we have 10 provinces, and the population of Mozambique is uh, uh, 27 million people live in Mozambique. So from Maputo up to north, it's about uh, 1,600 miles. So uh, the country is really big. Um, we praise God that uh, uh, 0.74% of the population in Mozambique, they are Nazarenes. We praise God for that. Uh, and 6-7% uh, of the population lives in a rural area. This gives you an idea of what type of country is Mozambique. And the rest uh, live in the urban area and also um, um, semi-urban. So, uh, because of the growth of the work of the Church of Nazarene back in Mozambique, uh, the leadership thought that it would be much easier uh, to facilitate the church work by dividing uh, the, the country into small zones that only to facilitate the growth of the church in Mozambique. So uh, we are divided in five areas. Uh, area 1, Area 2, Area 3, Area 4, and Area 5. So Area 1 is uh, uh, three provinces, Maput, Gaza, and Nyamban. And area two, Sofala, and uh, Manika, this, oops. Okay, uh, and area three, it's Tete province. Area four, Zambezi province. And area five, it's Nampula, uh, Niasa, and Cap Delgado, uh, up north of uh, Mozambique. These three uh, provinces. So you see these names here. These are the area leaders or zone leaders that uh, I work with them. They are under my leadership, and uh, so they also work with the district um, superintendent. So pray uh, for these people as you think about Mozambique. Uh, take uh, opportunity and pray for the leadership in Mozambique. So in Mozambique, we... Uh, 205,000 members in Mozambique. And uh, we have uh, 1,954 congregations and 2,021 pastors and 467 uh, of these pastors, they are already... Um, received education, theology, education, and uh, uh, 1,554 pastors, they don't have education. Uh, some of them, they uh, even don't know how to read and write. But we praise God that uh, these pastors, uh, God is using them. The Holy Spirit is leading these pastors because they're able to plant more church. They're able to preach. They're able to teach, even that uh, they don't know how to read and write. And here is one of our biggest challenge that we have in Mozambique. Again, as you think about Mozambique, as you pray about Mozambique, please uh, pray uh, that we will have a possibility of educating these 1,554 pastors that uh, they don't have education. This is a huge need that we have in Mozambique. Uh, so here are some numbers that we are um, heading uh, to until 2020. The idea is that we will be... Uh, 2,329 churches uh, and 2,472 pastors 
uh, and uh, nine, I mean, 956 pastors with education, and uh, we will continue to pray that, uh, uh, well, the list of these pastors that uh, until that time will not have education, there will be the possibility for them to receive uh, um, education. So uh, these are our development goals up to uh, 2020. So many people may ask, how come all these big numbers? This is because of the evangelism and discipleship. Uh, the church is really focused in doing the outreach uh, through church planting movement, church multiplication movement, and also uh, the program that you uh, may know that it's called Each One Win One. So the church really is, uh, is bees uh, uh, spreading the gospel all over the country. Last year, uh, we were blessed because uh, 23 churches, 23 new churches were born in Mozambique. These are the churches that we, we can count. But, uh, you know, whenever uh, there's a church a multiplication movement, sometimes there are churches that you cannot count because they're still a preaching point. They are mission, um, um, churches-type missions. So these are new church. The church that uh, uh, have been declared um, has organized church um, according to the um, manual. So the evangelist uh, church multiplication movement, uh, church planting movement has been contributing uh, to that big figure, that big number of 200,000 uh, pastors in Mozambique. Well, it is something that we cannot control because uh, if we look at the, at the scripture in Matthew um, uh, 28, 19, 20, that says, go. So the church is not sitting. The church is really going to evangelize. So this happened through Jesus' film uh, ministry. I, I hope that uh, many of you are familiar with uh, Jesus' film backpacks. It's a small tool, but uh, it does greater uh, things. As you can see, this is the, the backpack and people sitting and, uh, uh, in, on both sides, backward and forward, there are people sitting watching Jesus' film. And then after this uh, uh, film is shown for three days or three nights, there is a church that is planned. Uh, we count that uh, an average of uh, three to four churches is being planted in, in Mozambique. So uh, 46 churches are being planted in a year in Mozambique. That is because of uh, Jesus' uh, film. So you read there that uh, 12 churches were constructed. I will share how these uh, come to happen uh, as we uh, do uh, this presentation. Something that is very important, we focus also uh, in discipleship uh, program that uh, uh, people will come to be disciples of Christ, not just uh, uh, Christians, but uh, they follow Jesus. And uh, since 2015, when we met the Slams, uh, they shared with us this discipleship small group. I, I hope that uh, some of you are really familiar with this strategy which is very effective, very effective because it builds relationship. It brings people close together and, pre and people, I mean, they grow together. They draw closer to God. They, they, led, they are led by the uh, Holy, Holy Spirit. So up to now, we can count on about uh, 123 uh, churches that uh, are implementing these uh, uh, strategies. So we praise God that... Uh, 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 it, we are not only focused in evangelism, but uh, those uh, uh, people that they come to Jesus for the very, very first time, there's room for them to be disciples. There's room for them to 
uh, to grow as disciples of, uh, of Jesus. So thank you very much, and thank you again, Dr. Slamp, that uh, um, supported us with this uh, uh, strategy. Then, you see, as the church is growing, uh, also the challenges uh, are growing. We, uh, as you could see, that we have uh, 1,554 uh, pastors that they don't have education. This is because of the evangelism, because we cannot uh, stop to, uh, to reach out. We cannot stop to evangelize. We cannot stop to, uh, uh, to plant a new church. So whenever we plant a church, there's no pastor with education. So we, 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 we ask someone to lead the church. So that is how these numbers, they come big numbers because of the evangelism. And then we are trying to put in place uh, 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 distance uh, learning so that uh, we'll allow people to, uh, to receive uh, education while they are uh, their homes. Well, uh, the strategy that we have in place, it's um, really weak. We need to work hard in order to strengthen uh, this uh, strategy. So we are looking forward to educate 750 pastors uh, until uh, 2020. It may be possible that... Uh, we will not uh, reach that big number, but at least we would like uh, to start at some point um, that uh, pastors will be uh, receiving education. We praise God that uh, uh, all the efforts are being uh, made that these pastors will receive education. Uh, as I said, it's a critical situation. Uh, it's, uh, it's really a terrible situation. Pastors with no education leading uh, a church. I don't know how that uh, can work. Uh, we praise God that uh, uh, the Holy Spirit has His one way of working with, uh, uh, with uh, these pastors. It's not us. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the power of Holy Spirit that uh, is uh, working through these pastors, is working with these pastors that they are able uh, to lead their churches. But now, we praise God that uh, we started with, uh, last year, we started with uh, uh, a building, and uh, as you can see, here is the big building. And all those people are pastors waiting for this uh, building to, uh, to, to be ready, not to be finished, but to be ready uh, uh, to receive education. Some of them will receive education, theology education, and we think that uh, uh, there will be room uh, to, uh, for them to receive a formal, a secular education. And also, uh, those pastors that uh, they don't know how to read and write, they, there will be also room for them to be uh, educated so that they can uh, learn how to read um, and write. But also, we think about uh, entrepreneurship. Uh, where people will uh, learn skills uh, in order for them to earn a living. Let me tell you that uh, many pastors in Mozambique, they, uh, uh, they earn nothing from their churches. They earn nothing. So the livelihood, uh, for example, these carpentries programs and farming programs, because there is a, a big portion of land. There's land in Mozambique. But uh, our people, they don't know how to work with the land in order for them to produce, uh, I mean, food uh, for their sustainability and also uh, to sell to earn any, any income. So this is something that is happening now. So as you can see, uh, the building almost up there. And uh, uh, we, we will get ready to hit the ground with education. So uh, this will look like something like this uh, in the future. It's not something big. It, it is something small, but uh, durable. We thank God for that. We are not looking for something big. We're look, looking for something that is affordable, something that is durable, something that will allow us uh, to educate our pastors. So you can see here, uh, these are dormitories. 
uh, and this uh, a guest house, oops, at, in the corner there, guest house, uh, and this uh, uh, chapel, and uh, here is the administration hall with uh, two classrooms, library, and uh, um, um, a hall for teachers, and also uh, an office for the uh, coordinator of this training of all uh, education complex in, in Milan. So uh, here is the progress. As you can see, it looks beautiful, isn't that? It looks great. It looks great. So thank you. We, we don't have the capacity of doing it uh, uh, in Mozambique. We don't have that capacity. But we thank God that uh, uh, there are some churches overseas uh, that uh, uh, are helping us through their faithful giving, through alabaster, uh, through, uh, I mean, faith promise giving, so we are able to put this building. This is a very new building. We, we didn't have uh, this building uh, more than a year. We started uh, to uh, build it October last year. October last year. Because uh, a church uh, helped us with uh, some financial resources, we were able to come uh, this, this far. And now we can start teaching our pastors. There's room there. We can gather them and, uh, and start uh, to teach um, our pastors. So pastors will receive education um, maybe uh, in few, in few weeks, in few months. So back home, our, past, our leaders, uh, in Mozambique, we have uh, 34 districts. I work with uh, 34 district superintendents. And uh, most of them, they, I mean, it's hard. It's hard because uh, they, uh, if they don't have a motorcycle or bicycle, they don't go and visit their churches. They don't. Because the distance, long distance, long distance. So we provide them motorcycles uh, to enable them to do uh, visits. So you see people here being gracious, I mean, being, being happy and excited um, to have a Bible. These are pastors receiving Bibles. Some of our pastors, they don't even have a Bible. So we thank God that uh, there are some churches, again, um, uh, overseas, that uh, they blessed us with funds, uh, financial resources, that uh, we were able to uh, distri distribute more than 250 uh, Bibles for our pastors. Well, uh, one of the challenges that we have in Mozambique is uh, water. Uh, water is still very, very scarce resources. Uh, people, they drink water from the dead wells. So, but uh, with, uh, uh, I mean, partnership with many other organizations like uh, uh, World Hope, uh, Wesleyan Church, we were able to uh, provide uh, wells uh, in some of the community. Also, something that uh, is, uh, is good is that uh, uh, in this community, we put a well. We also do a child development center where uh, uh, orphans, children that they don't have parents, they come and uh, we educate them, we, we feed them, we disciple them. So uh, these centers, they become a center of transformation for uh, these uh, uh, vulnerable uh, children in the, in the uh, community. So... One of the challenges, as you can see, uh, modern buildings in Mozambique, 30%, 236, uh, are, are buildings uh, like a strong, 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 strong uh, buildings. But uh, uh, 202 uh, are improved buildings. These improved buildings, they look uh, pretty good, but uh, the thing is that they don't have this uh, um, uh, metal frame. So whenever there is a strong wind, that uh, falls uh, apart. And uh, our idea, uh, you see uh, 208.7 of uh, the church buildings 
uh, are not church buildings. People still worshiping under trees and uh, under precarious uh, building. And precarious building are these buildings that are, uh, are made out of sticks and uh, also sand. So whenever there is rain, uh, that sand just melts, uh, falls apart, and uh, there is a work again. And uh, the idea is that uh, as time goes and uh, as we uh, have uh, resources, we, we are trying to build this type uh, of building, which is very strong. This one is small, but uh, very, very, very strong. So you see people here. This is a church in a bow up tree. And this is a church uh, worshiping under uh, a shed. Okay? It, that's true. Um, well, uh, that is the way uh, the church is growing in Mozambique. So um, our priority is still in leadership development. Um, we are still really busy trying to construct uh, these uh, uh, training centers where pastors, as now we are building one in the northwest of Mozambique, and then we will want to build another one in the uh, northeast of Mozambique so that these pastors, they will uh, have uh, access to uh, uh, education. We'll also continue to focus in discipleship uh, so that uh, Christian will grow strong. We've, we are trying to, to do our best, uh, but also uh, there is uh, opportunity for work and uh, witness teams coming from overseas uh, to uh, engage in the work in, in Mozambique. A work and witness team can impact uh, one district one church can impact one district, can impact one church, can impact one area through uh, this different uh, intervention. Evangelism, trip, construction of modern church, contracting, uh, I mean, wholeness, revival, leadership retreat, discipleship training, educating uh, a pastor. One church uh, can do much more back in, in, in Mozambique. So I want to invite... Uh, uh, the first church uh, to pray for us, uh, to be involved in the great work that the Lord is doing uh, back in Mozambique. Here is our prayer request. Pray for my family. Uh, there's lots of travel that I do in country. Uh, lots of travel. And that uh, needs lots of uh, resources, um, uh, material resources, uh, financial resources, um, um, so pray, pray for us that uh, God will help us, will, I mean, uh, be with us and strengthen us as we, uh, as we do uh, his ministry. So thank you so much. Thank you very much for allowing us to uh, be part of this uh, wonderful service. And uh, 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 I'm really humbled to be in this uh, church um, uh, this uh, morning. Thank you, Pastor Peter, for your open, openness uh, for me to be here. I'm looking forward you, your wife, to come to Mozambique and be part of what the Lord is doing there. And uh, thank you so much. God bless you. Does anyone have any questions before? Uh, well, uh, the way that the government is supporting us is uh, providing, for example, uh, land. Uh, if whenever we want land to build a church, they can uh, uh, support us. Yeah. Pardon? Uh, yes, they are. They are, they are Christians. They are good Christians. Yes. Yeah. Some of them. Yes. Yes. Uh, in the north of Mozambique. But the good thing is that uh, these are not uh, radical Muslims. Uh, Muslims that you can shake hands, you can uh, greet them, you can drink tea, and even you can uh, talk openly about Christian uh, Christianity with them. So we are good friends with them. Uh, Catholics? 
um, and also uh, Assemblies of God. Um, yeah. Yes, like these are universal churches. They are pretty strong, special in the southern of Mozambique. They are not that strong in the center and, uh, and, and, and north. But you, you know that uh, this Pentecostal church, they are looking for something. So they are in the capital city trying to grab uh, people's attention and their goods and monies and all those things. Pardon? Male? Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we do have many. Yeah, we do have, and they are most welcome. Yeah, there was uh, um, one pastor, uh, yeah, that she, she was uh, leading um, the, the biggest church in Mozambique, Reverend Basin Tambe, Philly, uh, Dr. Chambo's uh, mother. Yeah, big church. Well, uh, this is a good question. Uh, the government doesn't really prevent us uh, of uh, opening a church or, or doing, uh, I mean, evangelism to, uh, to plant a church. No, they, we, we, we really never had a challenging with the government with that regard. Um, uh, so the work, it's pretty easy. <laughs> the only thing that... Uh, that sometimes is, is challenging us is the distance that uh, these pastors, sometimes they have to uh, walk or they have to go on a motorcycle uh, to do evangelism. Some, some of them, even in a motorcycle, they uh, uh, travel about two days and uh, three days to very remote areas and things like that. But uh, there is, I, I can tell that uh, there is... Um, nothing that prevents us for doing uh, what God wants us to do. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. 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 Well, this is a very good question. <coughs> Back in Mozambique, when you go up to rural areas, people sometimes they don't appreciate uh, education. The thought is that, uh, well, why do I need to be educated? If I can maybe work in uh, in a company without education, people will rather prefer to not be educated than being educated in order for them to be um, to work well. So at that point, uh, I cannot say that. Uh, I mean, finance is uh, is a challenge. It it can be at some point because uh, we need to put uh, infrastructures for them to, to receive education. In this case, we're talking about these uh, uh, training centers. The only training center, pastoral training center that we in Mozambique, the south, okay, um, is in the south of Mozambique. And um, in the center and north of Mozambique, well, we have these... Um, um, it's not centers, but uh, it's uh, education, uh, theology extension education. But that doesn't work uh, very well. So the idea that we, we are coming with to put uh, two centers, one in the uh, north, northwest and then another one pretty north, is to uh, facilitate that these pastors, they don't have to come to, to Maputo. The, uh, education will be accessible where they are. Okay, so 
cultural issues have been uh, a, a challenge. Um, you know that uh, even the um, children in Mozambique are not uh, encouraged to go to school because their parents in the very remote area, they teach them, well, special girls, you need to, you grow up and then you need to know how to take care of your husband and this and that and that. So we are trying to do all our best to have these uh, buildings in order to give a good sense that education is really needed. I didn't know if I, I don't know if I, I did respond to your question, but it's a very, very good question. Yes, <laughs> financial resources are challenging because, for example, if we in the past had this building, we, we would this problem that we have now because uh, as we do evangelism, as we uh, have pastors that are uh, new pastors, they don't uh, know how to read and write, we will uh, send them to this center. The, that is the point. Teachers, well, uh, well, we will see. <laughs> there are many teachers, and you, even you can come and teach. Oh, well, we have translators. Yeah, yeah, I'll talk to her. Um, well, the national language in Mozambique is Portuguese, uh, but we have many uh, dialects, 40, 43 dialects, 43. So in the center, we have more than, I mean, in the south of Mozambique, we have uh, uh, maybe 10 or in the center, and then all over the country, 43 dialects, mother languages. No, no, there's no way that uh, Bibles are available in these. Uh, they are major languages. For example, if you are in, in the south of Mozambique, Maputo, Gaza, Nyamban, the major languages are Shangan, Tsonga, Bitonga. And now there's a new Bible uh, in Shope. It's another mother language. You go to the center, this Shona. Okay, there's uh, Chewa, uh, there's uh, uh, Lomwe, and Makua in the north. So it's less than 10 languages. Pardon? Um... In the, in the south, it's Portuguese and Shangan. In the center, Shona and uh, Chichewa and Makua and Makonde. Yeah, that's true. Amen. Thank you.